0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Worldwide Dolls Beauty Podcast, hosted by me, Natalie Aurelia. Today we are in New York City with Maria, M.A. Beauty, and we're going to be talking about her life as a makeup artist in New York City, and just everything that she does from bridal to fashion to e-commerce to anything that you could literally possibly think of that is has makeup involved, she does it all. So I'm super excited to have her on the podcast today. How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling really good. Thank you so much for thinking of me for this. And um, I'm really excited to talk about makeup and about career and journey and all that good stuff. And it's good to see you again as well (laughs) oh thank you
0: say i feel the same way it definitely seems like you love what you do like you could tell on your platform your videos even when we talked at new york fashion week like you could just tell that this is something that you love to do and you put your all into it that's why i literally thought of you and i'm like i'm in new york why not talk to maria about you know everything so if you guys wanted to see a little bit of what we talked about new york fashion week we have those reels up i wanted to jump into your background and how you got into the beauty industry and just a little bit about you okay um so
1: i have been in beauty i guess i feel like i've been in the beauty industry for like about well, 15 years now wow. Um, just starting in retail and working in retail for a really long time um and doing makeup on the side but originally i uh, thought i was going to be a graphic designer and i went to school for art and graphic design wow. so even though i'm not doing art and graphic design i still incorporate those things in everything i do um, and I like I made my own logo for my um, from my business uh, everything I post like it's all I do myself like creating graphics and all that stuff so I do still use that and doing makeup is pretty much like art and I think every makeup artist has their own style just like artists do so it's not that far removed a lot of makeup artists have an art background or do other art like um, different art on the side so it's not that far removed but i did start out as thinking i was going to be working at a magazine 100 percent wanted to be in fashion thought i like thought i was going to be like devil wear product kind of situation um and work in fashion (laughs) yeah but i still get to work in fashion so it's not that like far from that too but yeah so working in retail and then i found makeup and i found that it just like made people feel so confident even when it's just like covering a blemish or finding out their skin color like sometimes having a different undertone you can never find your color you look different when you put your makeup on like all those little things that seem trivial that make women feel confident and make you want to step out into the world so I gravitated towards makeup after I graduated
0: So, what made you go into makeup when you were doing graphic design? Is it something that you wanted to pick up? Were you always like involved in makeup? I
1: was working at Macy's while I was going to school. I see. So I was like working part-time, going Mm -hmm. to school part-time, and then when I graduated it was like the time where it was like weird time in technology where things were like switching over into like more technology so a lot of coding changed. Like I went to school and I learned how to make websites, but the year I graduated, all the coding changed for websites. Um, it, like things that are like regular now, we're just starting out that are then HTML3 and CSS and all these styles and all that stuff. So um, working in retail part-time, I just took a full-time job after that. And then that's when I got into Mac and got into like all these other brands. Um, And I was like, oh, makeup is actually fun. Uh, I still was doing graphic design on the side uh, and then working in retail. And then it kind of switched over to doing makeup on the side and working in retail. And then switched over to, like, just doing makeup completely freelance.
0: What made you take that leap? Because I know it's a little intimidating, just like all right, I'm going to do this full-time, you know, I'm going to quit, like, my 9-to-5 type thing. I know a lot of girls that tell me that they're scared to do that, of yeah. leaving their job. And that
1: th- this is actually the second time I've done it. Okay. Um, I quit my job once, and I went back to it. Okay. Um, and I was really nervous to do it again, and I was talking to a friend who's an entrepreneur, and I was like, I did this already, and it didn't work. And she was like, but don't you feel good that you have a safety net? Like, other people can quit their job, and they don't have a safety net. So just think of it like that like think of it that you always have something to go back to um and she was like and you're a good worker no matter what and i'm like it's true and we're like up till now my executive is still calling me to you know work for them so i know that there's always like a fallback plan i have management experience i have all these experiences so i think it's if you're really nervous to take the leap one is do you have enough work on the side That you feel comfortable enough. So my whole thing is, am I doing enough weddings that I can pay my rent? Right. (laughs) Because I can kind of starve. Like Uh We can can all eat ramen for a long time and stuff like that. But you got to make sure you have a roof over your head. And then once I was steady enough then, then I was like, okay, fine, I can leave. And then once you leave it, because if you have one foot in the door and one foot out, you're never going to reach your full potential. Because there's going to be a job that comes up and you're like, oh, I can't do it because I have to work. And then if you call out of work a couple of times and then you're in that trouble space where it's like, hey, if you call out one more time, we're going to let you go. So you have to understand that once you finally do take that leap, all those things are going to come to you. Um, and you, and in makeup, uh, I follow a lot of other makeup artists. And when she did this, like, funny um tiktok where she has like we makeup artists have these like different stages where you just there's this period of time where you don't have no jobs and then you're calling all the photographers you know to do collab shoots and you're calling all the models you know like can you come to my house and do a tutorial with me just like to get advertisement and then there's time where it's like so abundant that you're overwhelmed and you're like oh my god can i take all these jobs can i do this um so i would just say if you're taking that leap If you're getting enough where these two, three jobs that I have in this month can pay rent, then it's okay to take them. Because once you do, you're gonna get there and and you'll know if it's for you or not. You'll do it enough, things will come to you. I never understood what people meant when they were like, just put it out in the universe and it'll come to you. But part of that is being prepared and being open and saying yes. Like I was saying yes to everything. When I had the study job, I was taking like independent jobs, working on sets where I was getting $50 for the day. $50 for the day is not going to do anything um, in New York City but get you a, a drink <laughs> and maybe a, 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 a avocado toast at brunch. Um, so that wasn't a time where I knew that I was going to be able to sustain myself. Yeah. But I also knew that, you know, you got to look at things like, okay, I'm not getting... Pay for this job or i'm not getting a lot of money for this job but is it giving me IBM D credit where when someone googles me they see makeup artists attached to a show is this person have? does this person have a grant where like think about it like if if it's a minority business or a small independent company and they have a grant nine times out of ten they're going to be in festivals they're going to be advertising to try to get in streaming services so um those little things will get you to where you want
0: to be. i love that you mentioned all of that because so many people are scared of that and like not saying that you need to do work for free like i'm not saying that at all but sometimes you just have to put yourself out there and put yourself through that door by agreeing to those things especially in the beginning stages especially when you're still practicing because like you know in the beginning no one's the best you know and like those opportunities you know maybe you'll, you only got paid 50 bucks but you got that experience and you got to work with another set and you got to meet, meet people that might change your life forever and you,
1: when you work in situations like that or when you or even if you're you're not like completely booked and busy and someone reaches out to you and you're like okay well this is what i this is my rate um but what is your budget and then you could, and then they'll tell you what they're working with, and you're like, okay, it might not be that far off from what you're, you know, willing to take. And then is is it like a prestigious brand? Is it a makeup artist that you admire that you want to assist? Is this something that's going to get you in a People magazine, in a Vogue magazine? Yes. Are you going to have Getty images from this um, opportunity? So you have to look at all those little things. And I'm 100% uh, don't I'm not saying work for free. And I think it's good to know your worth um but also be humble and know if you're not you're not Pat McGrath right now <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yes. you're not at the point where I'm uh Gucci and Versace and I'm these big top brands yeah that I'm asking you to keep my shows and do my campaigns mm-hmm. um and then you can demand whatever you want so there's a little bit of humility but also know your worth because being humble doesn't mean letting people step all over you absolutely being taken advantage of Mm -hmm. um being humble we knows like there's i still have a lot to learn this opportunity is gonna like that fashion week um opportunity i took it as this is just gonna make me understand how to work faster and there's situations like when you're in an e-com shoot i don't want to be in a situation where i get picked up by nike and then there's 30 there's 30 um client like 30 people I have to do makeup for and they want this specific look and I don't know how to achieve it because I don't know how to do things fast so me I'm a silver lining person anyways but even if I have experience that it's not all the way great or I feel like oh my god I'm not getting paid what I think I should get paid um, you have something to take away from it and if it progresses you in your career then it's not anything wrong it's always a good thing
0: that's such a beautiful point. I love that you mentioned that because, wow, I'm just, like, like mesmerized by your whole story and just everything that you've experienced because that's so cool in my book, just being able to do all these cool things, like, always looking on the bright side. That's yeah. what it is because when you do that it makes the journey so much more easier like everything's always going to happen the way it's supposed to happen mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason so even if you didn't get this job like there's another one waiting for you like there's other opportunities you just got to keep pushing you can't let things get in your way um so i love that that sounds oh. amazing and
1: always uh, you know you hear what is for you is for you and it's 100 percent true 100 percent true it'll
0: come so much easier to you like 100%. it shouldn't have to be forced it'll just come naturally you know you apply you get it like that makes me feel like it was meant for me because it shouldn't be so hard to just grasp everything
1: yeah and even sometimes like an opportunity comes and you try for it and you don't get it and then later on something comes up and you and you go for it yeah. and you get it and it, you feel like so much more accomplished you feel so much more like it's easier to look back and say oh okay wow i came from this place Mm -hmm. and sometimes when you look back you might say to yourself wow actually if i had gotten that opportunity i might have messed it up or i might not have been ready for that opportunity or show what i could do
0: agree a hundred percent because sometimes we sign up ourselves for things that we're not fully prepared for which is fine like you know we all we all want to reach for the stars and you know do the most but you know i feel like life humbles us and does not give us that opportunity sometimes just because we're simply not ready and i feel like it's just the universe looking out for us that's what it feels like because i understand that you know You know maybe I was a little delusional maybe I thought I was able to like do all these things and it didn't happen but that's okay and I really came to terms with that like now just being an entrepreneur you know being in the beauty industry myself you know sometimes just just trust the universe that's all you got to do
1: I read this book one time and it wasn't about career or anything like that but I've taken that bit into uh, everything in life Um, it was about dating but like (laughs) the guy was saying in in the book uh-huh. that you're the main character of your story so everything that happens to you um, is to progress your storyline so when you think of when you think of it like that and like think about all the movies you've watched and like it's cheesy to think of it like that too sometimes cause you're cheesy's like, good you know cheesy gets you places <laughs> yes. but in a movie there's like a point in the, char- in the character story where something weird happens and you're like, that's weird. And then, you know, they continue their life, and then it goes back to that weird home- moment. Right. In life.
0: That, like, directed you in Into that way. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's
1: like, that's how life is. Like, you're the main character of your story. The people that come in and out of your life are here just to progress your story. Absolutely. I mean, not to work- walk around like you're uh, conceited or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. No, no, no. But all the fails, all the things are lessons. Um, It's all supposed to happen. It's all supposed to happen. It's for you to turn down the street. It's for you to get on this bus. It's for you to take this plane. It's for you to do all those things. So don't be afraid to, like, jump in. Um, And my friend that's the entrepreneur that I always ask for advice from, um, she's like, change is always scary. And if It's it's not scary, then it's probably, like, not going to give you the greatest reward you know what absolutely. i mean absolutely that like, is stepping so true outside of your comfort zone it's all these little things build confidence yes and sometimes you look at someone and you're like how did they get like how did they get there and there's not one person a uh, oprah winfrey yep. uh a, a bill gates uh elon musk there's not uh-huh. one person who's successful who won't tell you that they
0: failed right that, that, they, that they didn't have obstacles because we all do yes. and I relate to everything that you just said and your friend that th- that is entrepreneur because I feel like as an entrepreneur myself like we have to have that mentality yeah that's the only way to pivot through <laughs> this business entrepreneur world I've definitely worked on myself over the year, just like by calming myself and like situations that are very frustrating and just not like exploding and not getting upset because it's like, what is that gonna do? You have to learn how to pivot, you have to learn how to maneuver, you have to like learn how to go about these situations. So anybody that's listening to this that wants to be an entrepreneur, like you really have to set this mentality that everything happens for the reason and that you just have to trust the universe. That's yep. what it is. Trust God, have faith and just believe that everything that's happening right now is supposed to happen. Yep. And I know sometimes it's hard to think that way because some things are really, really challenging. Like illness and death and just you know going through like really like scary obstacles mm-hmm. in life but it's only gonna make you stronger it's only gonna build you to the person that you need to be in the future like your younger self will thank you
1: yes yes <laughs> <laughs> you're well, gonna be broke you're gonna spend money you don't exactly. want to spend you're gonna spend money you didn't have to
0: spend uh-huh <laughs> but you learn from but it you but learn. exactly oh, yeah. so now i want to jump into a little bit like where you're at as a makeup artist like are you like freelancing or with an agency? Like how do you like kind of work as a makeup artist? Do you just kind of like do everything yourself?
1: Um, so right now I'm a freelancer.
0: Okay. I work with, I'm
1: contracted with an agency. Oh cool. And it's good because um, that agency is not, there's some agencies where you can't work with other agencies, oh, stuff okay. like that. So we're contracted out, we're all contract workers. They book, they're mainly bridal but they do other things. They have private clients too. And I think what ends up happening too is um, like, for instance, people will book for their engagement shoot and then they'll have a good experience at their engagement shoot and they're like, oh, let me book this agency for my bridal shoot. Also that that agency I work for, um, they're called FaceTime Beauty. The agency I work for, um, they have a lot of uh, wedding planners that they work with as well. So another thing with vendors, um, when you start working with vendors um, and I guess if nobody knows vendor by vendor I mean makeup artist, hairstylist um, planner the florist, so all these people that have their own individual businesses and work for the bride are yes. all vendors and we all like communicate with one another so like if you look at like bridal magazines and stuff, they'll have a vendor page um, and a lot of vendors work with the same vendors, so like Planners, work with the same planners that work with the same photographers. And most likely the bride will be like, I picked the photographer because I saw this picture that I liked. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, to the photographer, do you have any recommendations? And then it trickles on from that. So, um, and that's a, a thing that made me feel confident. Talking to other people and having people that are friends in your industry, because that's also helped a lot. I worked with another makeup artist and I was like, hey, I really want to transition out of retail but I don't feel like I have enough consistent jobs. And then she was like, get with an agency. Um, That's great you know, advice. You get with a bridal agency, because bridal is gonna be the best, you know, money. And I think bridal teaches you how to work, depending on the bridal team. If you have a bridal team that focuses more so on like efficiency, then you're gonna be more about timing. So you're probably gonna have 45 minutes to an hour. But if you have like, uh, big big luxury like bridal teams that do like like jersey kind of style Okay. (laughs) That bridal application is going to be a little bit longer so you'll have that experience um, working with longer applications, more in depth, more detailed. So I think get with an agency that you feel or follow agencies and see what you think would be your niche. I personally really love natural beauty. I like enhancing people's natural. Um, I dislike it when people don't want to look like themselves. I also understand it's a cultural thing, because um, I've worked with like uh, different brides and different cultures where yes. being fairer is part of the culture. So maybe wearing foundation that's lighter is part of the ceremony okay. um, process. So I know for myself, I like it when someone feels good, when they look in the mirror and looks like themselves. Right. Um, I do glam, but I don't do like extreme, like crazy glam. So the agency I work with, they specialize in that. Like, when you look at the oh, images, um, the brides that they work with, everyone looks super natural. Nobody is like Caked overly up. made up um, or anything like that. So I, I liked that aesthetic that they had with that agency, but I would say working with the agency, are working with a recruiter or even um, when i started out applications like style seat or like um, a thumbtack will also help you out because they are like a recruiting service almost so they will advertise or a glam squad um working for those brands are those applications are good because they'll keep give you that opportunities yep Um,
0: and that's important if you want to stay in this industry you got to get that consistent consistent work work. and be booked out and you know and like prioritize that so then
1: from then you'll get clientele right um you'll you'll find your niche you'll get clientele uh your word of mouth is the best it is
0: the best i totally agree
1: best best referral
0: because when you work with someone and you really like them you grow that connection most likely the person that they're referring to you is very similar to them yes. so it's like a very instant connection so you just kind of grow this clientele of people mm-hmm. that you're able to relate to and connect with and it's not very much like not knowing what to expect you know so yes. it's very comforting knowing like oh like this person referred me oh i love that person so it works out so perfectly
1: Yes, yeah, so and you end up working with like-minded people like exactly so i I, I, I love word of mouth that was um i was so excited because one week i was working like seven days and i like reflection is a big thing too journaling reflecting uh-huh. stepping back and like i was really busy but i was like happy that i was busy and i said to myself like this is great because out of the seven days five of those days were jobs that i got from referrals
0: wow where
1: it was a model that i worked with uh that i worked with a lot that referred me for an uh-huh. e-com shoot um, and an actress that I worked with on another shoot who had a friend that needed to make a part of re- reached out and a private client that, you know,
0: yeah. I worked with
1: and she referred me to someone else. So I felt really good. I was like, wow, like to have 70% of the money coming in this week from people just saying, hey, I know this person is like a really big deal and it speaks to your reputation.
0: And I want to mention, because this reminds me of like the interview that we did at Fashion Week, how like it's really important to, you know, um, be really good on set and yes. just, you know, take care of your presentation and how you carry yourself in these settings because mm-hmm. one wrong thing you say and, you know, it could blow so many opportunities. Yes. So I could just tell so many people love working with you. You're so professional. You know what you're doing and like, and you I could tell like, being so many referrals as your clients like that's incredible that you were able to build that up if you could touch base on that just a little bit how we talked about it previously about how you know it's very important to take criticism and not lash out and just be cooperative in these settings yeah
1: i think um when you're starting out doing makeup i i think you have an expectation of something and then you go into it and it's not what you thought it was um, I always, like, when I worked in retail and I interview people that just came out of beauty school and I'll be like, what do you love about, you know, makeup? And if they were like, I love helping people, I love making people feel good about themselves, I'm like, okay, this is the right space for you. But, like, being a creative person and, like, like which is really important, then that retail space is not for you. Because those people wouldn't understand, like, criticism. Like, I understand that this is the most beautiful like editorial look but you're in a space where your job is to sell right so like you have to understand what environment you're in right so if you're in a retail space you're doing makeup you want that person to look good but the point of them looking good is to be like what did you use so that i can buy so if you're in an e-com space the point is for the product to look good right so if you're doing like a skincare shoot you can't like perfect your smoky eye at this right condition. and <laughs> yeah. you can't get mad and balance when, yeah you can't get mad when the client is like hey so can we tone this down just by just because they're saying that doesn't mean that you do outrageous makeup right just like tone it down so i have learned i i and you know i worked with this producer and i remember talking to her later on and we were talking and someone said how did you and maria meet and she was saying that we worked on a set together and there was an incident that happened and Maria was I realized how calm she was and everybody that was in her chair was not affected about what was going on outside but it was like a whole meltdown that happened oh I understand and I saw it but I was just like okay well I gotta do (laughs) this that's awesome yeah and also like we need to get this done right because picture is up in like however many minutes yeah let's get this done but she commented on that she was like you're so calm and you didn't let it affect you. And I felt like it cultivated at, after years of working in retail and working with people and, you know, that whole customer is right. You can't get upset with someone, like, screaming at the top of their lungs. Right. But I've learned that humility and learned that, you know, somebody gives you um, criticism, you take it. Even if you don't feel like you agree, Agree. Right. take it. Um, and then also note that. I think it'll come up later on right so if you felt like for instance if you felt like you should have done a little more with the eye and then some creative directors like let's not do XYZ and then something maybe come up in there and then the photographers like something's not working and then you can at that point you can be like do you think I should do a little bit more with the eye? And then the photographer is like, oh, yeah, we should do a little bit more with the eye. So I feel like know your place, know where you are in that moment, because there'll be a time when you can bring up your suggestion. There'll be a time when you can say, I can do this. And if you there isn't that time, then you know that's not that space for you. But um, being humble and taking criticism, uh, you never know. Everybody's watching you. Um, and also be careful about who you talk about. And like, right. not everybody is your friend. So don't feel like you could just be out here talking crazy about Right, people. exactly. Like, you're here to work, <laughs> here you know. Work.
0: It's good to be friendly. It's good to have conversation, meet connections, have network. But it's a very much situation where you have to think before you speak. Yes. Because you and, don't know where it'll take you. And how you're talking to um,
1: when you're new in a space is how other people are also... Assessing the type of person you are exactly so if you come in and you're just all about here are the looks that I have and here's all this, these things. I saw, um, there's this makeup artist, and I'm gonna say I'm probably butchering her name, um, Neza araya I think is her name, but she's like a big content creator, she does like outrageous things. Mm-hmm. Um, she started that whole look where there's like a blast of like shadow underneath your eye okay where it's like almost white under your eye okay and okay. then are doing like co- uh, colors and stuff from the mm-hmm. eye or whatever anyway she got to work with scissor recently on something interesting and i saw um scissor had reposted about it and was like when she came to set she was super professional she had all her looks she had this and she that and on the other aspect you know listening to her story she was like i was so intimidated walking into this space like, yeah I'm working with SZA. Like, I didn't think I was going to be in this space. Right. So, like, you're going to get to a point where you work with somebody. And that humility and that, like, knowing who you are is going to be that thing that makes that other person see you. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, oh, wow. Someone is going to speak about you. I I saw something. Is like people are already speaking about you in rooms that you're not in yet. Absolutely. And all that is based on your reputation. So, Mm -hmm. how you... When someone said, hey, let's tone that down, you didn't have an attitude. Or when someone said, hey, can we do this instead of that, you came back with a suggestion or you came back with a solution instead of being negative. You don't understand how those things are going to speak volumes
0: before you get a
1: job that's part of your referral that's part of the word of mouth Mm -hmm. they're gonna be like oh this great person is great she's so creative she's efficient she's this she's 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 good to work
0: with she's easy to work with she's a pleasure to work with and that's the thing that you want because that's what's going to get you further and further in your career Mm -hmm. that's amazing and I feel like that's what it seems like got you into all these different things within makeup like fashion and Broadway and e-commerce and just bridal and everything so how did you get into like a little bit of everything I know some makeup artists like to stay in like one lane you know but you do everything so
1: I think it's my Aquarius spirit that I don't like to stay in one place okay but also I know that I am not exactly sure what niche I want to be in okay and the only way to find out is to try all these things absolutely Um, and there's all these spaces for makeup that you didn't know. Like, I work with a corporate photographer. We do corporate headshots. You wouldn't think that when you're on a website and you're on Geico's website and you on the About Me page and you're reading about Geico's CEO, the headshot looks good. But there was probably a makeup artist, a photographer, a stylist, a hair groomer involved in it. Yeah. So, like, there's all these spaces. Um, I got to work with, like, pre-tape the workouts and stuff. So like you didn't think like when you're on an app and you're on like something on there, like a, a cycling program or a circuit, they taped it. Anything that's filmed, anything that's taped probably has some type of makeup or grooming. In Absolutely. It. Part of my personality, you have a problem saying no, but also saying yes is very helpful. Like taking classes, taking continuing education classes. Going to makeup shows and going to the classes and listening to other professionals because mm-hmm. a lot of professionals will tell you that especially the ones that have been in the game for a really long time yeah all the people who are doing your favorite celebrities they're not like young like, oh for sure 20 something year olds just coming into the game they're seasoned um they're older so like you think like oh i'm not gonna get there and you worry because social media makes you feel like you you're so be, behind yeah and you should be here you should be there but when you realize like these people are working they've been working in the industry, industry for, for years. years and
0: it's I try <laughs> to tell that to people just in any like part in life like whatever you have a business if you're an entrepreneur if you're a makeup artist or a lash artist if you've been doing it for years I can almost guarantee you that you will be where you want to be it's just yeah. not going to happen overnight it's not, it's not.
1: There's like there's stories of things like that
0: happening overnight,
1: but it's not. It, it's like,
0: like once in a blue moon.
1: All the people that I follow that do good work, uh the hairstylists, the makeup artists, the artists in general, yep. they continue to perfect their craft. They're all humble. They know that there's more to learn when a new trend comes out, they learn it. Even if it's not something you're going to incorporate into your style, you should know because someone is going to be like, "I want a siren eye." And if you're like, I don't know what a siren eye is, that's going to make you look like a way as a professional. Um, So there's always something to learn, all those things, and not be worried that you're not there yet. Yeah. Because you will get there. Nine times out of ten, when you find something online and you find something really popular, you're at the point where they're popular already. Right. Right? You didn't find them when they were underground. I've been following some people and they just, they were like, just started and then I look I'm like oh my god you guys have you have a brand now that's crazy Mm -hmm. so you get there there's people now that have makeup brands and makeup artist brand and they're so successful like I said I tried to uh, freelance already I quit my job all together yeah like yeah I'm gonna do this congratulations (laughs) that's huge and I was like okay I'm not getting jobs this is not working and I had to go back to work and I did it again so there's uh, always you know opportunity for you to try it again
0: and, and look at you. You're killing it. And you're involved you're, and in even, so many parts and it's of so beauty. Because
1: even like my friends and we all support each other. And I'm always like, I feel like I'm ki- like I'm not killing it. And they're like, oh, you're doing so good. You're booked and busy. And I'm like, I'm not busy enough. I'm not booked enough. And they're like, you want to work more than what you're working now? I'm like, yes.
0: <laughs> I would love busy to actually. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Like having that drive as an entrepreneur is like, is the best because yeah. i feel like that's just gonna give you so many more opportunities and just experiences and i feel like as entrepreneurs i, I know i keep saying as entrepreneurs but like that's what drives that's us what, yes like and the work the consistently work. like mm-hmm. everything i feel like me i always have some project going on happening but like there was one point like the last i just put together an event a couple weeks ago for my beauty business a one-year anniversary party and like after for like two weeks i kind of like Took a break because it was a lot. It was my first event ever. So I kind of like calmed down. But like, I wasn't working on anything. I'm like, I don't feel the passion, the drive and everything. So okay, back to work. What am I getting done? What (laughs) projects do I have coming up? Because that's what fuels me and that's what gives me life and gives me purpose in today's world. Yeah.
1: And I know you were saying also, how did I get these opportunities? And I know it's easy to say say yes to everything that comes to you, right. but it might not be coming to you, right? So you have to go seek out the spaces. Right. So, like I said, go to makeup artist events, talk to other makeup artists. We have like we're so lucky that we have social media now because I know like people in the older like our older um, mentors that people that I follow, yeah, that are that have been in the game for a really long time. They're like, you have this opportunity where you can go online, you can look at a red carpet and you'll nine times out of ten find out who the artist is that did the makeup before we didn't know those things and now you have a direct line so I do that I like Zendaya's on the red carpet and you loved her look I google like who did her look if you don't see it on the um, artist page or the actor's page you most likely it'll be on the photographer's page who did the makeup or who did the hair Um, and then you look at that and then Maybe that artist is represented by a agency. And then right. you follow that agency. So, and the other thing is, things come up all the time. All the time. I follow time. all these people. And you don't know how there's, something comes up. You, there's a makeup artist that you follow that you love. And they posted, we need a makeup artist tomorrow for a shoot, 9 a.m. Please DM me your resume. And you're like, oh, my God.
0: So you I have had, to hop on yes, it. Yes. So,
1: I got into the habit. Right before Fashion Week, that's how I got a couple of Fashion Week opportunities. Great. Like, a month before Fashion Week, I was like, I'm going to, like, try to use social media for as, as much as I can, like, on my business page. So, like, I would, every morning, like, instead of, like, checking, like, check, I would do it like checking emails. So, in the morning, I would wake up, I would go to my business page, and I would look at all the artists, and I would just go, go through their stories. Yes. And I would go through all the agency stories, and I would go through, like, all the events that are happening, Googling festivals and stuff that are happening in your area because nine times out of ten they're gonna need an artist um, and following them and that's how I got like opportunities to assist other artists and I saw somebody needed an assistant and I looked at it I saw somebody needed help during Fashion Week I sent my resume so like always if you want looking it you want it you're gonna find it right Go it, on Facebook there's Facebook there. groups mm-hmm. um, no matter where you're from that's another thing too if you're from a community. If you're black, if you're Latin, if you are Filipino, if you are Vietnamese, there's probably a network specifically for your niche. As women, there's a network specifically for your yes. In your area, there's a network specifically. Like You can, I'm sure right now, find black makeup artists in New York City that meet at uh, 125th Street. There's probably a group like that somewhere. Most definitely. So, like, you can Google these groups. Um, I that's Someone told me that look at these groups because there's... And groups, too, that are not just makeup artists groups. So, like, look at film groups. Look at TV groups. Because if someone's a producer, they're not going to go to the makeup artist page and, and go to a hairstylist page and say, I'm looking for a hairstylist. I'm looking for a makeup artist. I'm looking for a, hair, a nail person. <laughs> they're going to go to the producer page and say, I'm looking for a team these are all the people I'm looking for so following film pages following TV pages independent artists um, following other makeup artists that you like following agencies Facebook groups there's so many people
0: you could pick from and find opportunities
1: that I found those opportunities and those are all the way that I was able to say yes to whatever because I saw and don't be afraid to apply to stuff absolutely I think a lot of times people apply to something they try to out for something they don't get it and they i'm not gonna try anymore because failure is hard and rejection is hard definitely but know your worth know your confidence know who you are and know that just because someone said no to you doesn't mean that the next person will say no yeah and it doesn't mean that you're not good at what you do either absolutely like someone said that to me i i had um, reached out for an assistant job and she was like, hey listen, you do really great makeup and it's not anything against your skills. And I, I really appreciate that she even led said with that. that. yeah. But she was like, I think you need more experience. And I think you need to show, you need to work on more clients. You need to show that you can do the editorial, you can show you can do this and that. Um, Cause I don't see it yet. I see you have potential, but I don't see it yet. And anyone could take that and be like, I don't think I should be a makeup artist anymore. Or you can be like, okay, I need to, what do I need to do to perfect this skill? Or how can I show my work? How can I do this? And that was like the best advice I got. Cause it really was like, okay, that's when I started my own, started making a makeup page, concentrating on focusing on clientele more and all these things. So yeah, just because rejection happens doesn't mean you're not on the right path
0: well you're a go-getter you are a (laughs) go-getter and i feel like that's so inspiring to other you know up-and-coming makeup artists or makeup artists that are already in the scene that don't know how to really pivot through like this scene especially living in a big city like this you really gotta put yourself out there and make a name for yourself but there's so many beautiful opportunities with it you
1: get intimidated about yes it, exactly oh, there's so many people doing what i do and you don't think you can have a space in it but-,
0: but there is and i feel like even people get intimidated by saturated markets like makeup and lashes and and brows and just aesthetics and just all these different things cosmetology but it's saturated for a reason There's room for everybody to eat and I tell that to everyone I know all the time. Cause I'm a lash artist and I have my own like beauty business. So I tell people like if you want to start
1: I've been looking at your lashes since you got here. I was like, Thank you.
0: Shout out to my girl Vanessa in Chicago. I was like, Did she
1: do that while she was out here? No, I didn't do it myself, but my girl (laughs) Vanessa's
0: amazing and I totally love her. So I hope she's listening. Um so I tell everyone that there's room. There's Mm -hmm. room. If you want to be a lash artist, it's not too late. I feel like the thing that scared me the most getting into the lash um, industry was that there was so many yes, and i thought I'm like why would they need an extra lash artist there's just already so many but you'd be surprised there are so many people stepping out of the game entering the game doing a whole different style than you mm-hmm. they just have like a different um way of doing lashes and that might be your preference it may not be and that yeah. kind of goes back to like someone saying like okay maybe this is not you're not the right person for this project and that's totally fine because it's like someone might have been looking for something more dramatic maybe someone was looking for something more simple more um, natural I kind of my lashes are a little bit more on the natural side I have a lot of clients that come to me for classic lashes Mm -hmm. because I feel like I've really mastered that and people constantly are looking for someone to like enhance the beauty that they already have and do like shorter lashes that are like 12 13 14 millimeters rather than like 20 25 millimeters like i don't go that length you know that's not really where i'm at but even when i see like girls like celebrities like um bigger um women artists in chicago that post i think there was a girl named baja banks i don't know if you know her i think she's from chicago um but she's like has a huge following and she posted on her story like hey i'm looking for like a lash artist to you know do my lashes tomorrow. And I just like was like looking at her pages and like looking at the lashes, I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm the right person for this because she liked a lot of drama, just bigger lashes, long lashes, and I don't really I'm not in that route, so I sent it to my other friend that does do dramatic lashes yes. and bigger lashes because, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay, like, it's okay to face rejection, like, it's not that you're bad, it's just that, you know, some people are gonna love it, some people are gonna hate it. Like, that's just the reality of it, you yes. know? Some people probably don't like my classic lashes, but some people love my classic lashes, so.
1: I think it, I think you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. And also, too, I think, if you think that you are, you can do something, So, like, when I would go for something and I wouldn't get it and they would be like, oh, you don't have the right experience, I would take it as, okay, let me try this thing out that they are looking for, right? Right. So, how I take it is the jobs that you want, kind of look at the aesthetics. I learned that from a photographer who's actually, like, she's doing really good now and she's getting those jobs. Wow. She was like, what I've been doing lately is the collab shoots and the things that I work on on myself Mm -hmm. I look at the businesses or the like for instance if you want to work for skims right look at the skims ad okay this is the type of aesthetic that they have do the makeup like that do a shoot like that like I said to myself I want to get more e-com stuff I want to get more and then a friend was doing like e-com like collab so we did a collab shoot, and I have all these extra ecom shoot like things. We I'll collab with people for editorial stuff. So whenever there's a something that you feel like you're not representing, because you might be doing bridal all the time, which is supernatural, but you do you can do editorial. You can do a crazy dramatic smoky eye going into the their their forehead or whatever. Yeah, you can do something crazy. So like reach out to photographers, and on those times when you're like. When you don't have um, jobs and stuff like that, think about the things that can get you to where you want to be. Absolutely, don't be afraid of learning something new, taking a class. Mm-hmm. And um, the weird thing is, I I know people don't like to well research your test your products out, and like what don't buy something just because it's a trend. But I realized that when I started getting certain, like buying certain products and certain things that were better, certain things, (laughs) excuse me, that would make me more efficient. I started getting better jobs, things that were like required efficiency, that things that required me to um, set up and take down easily. I think you should also work with all skin tones, work with all women. Um, If you work with models all the time and you do when, and you try to get into bridal, What happens when you have someone who has a traditional face that you're not used to? Right. Right. Because models are gonna have aesthetics that are like everything's gonna look good on them. So That's did the you go reason. to
0: school for that, like to learning like different like skin tones and like Ooh, undertones, so like all that stuff? Working in cosmetics, like certain brands that you work for mm-hmm. will. Oh yes, because the retail. Take you to mm-hmm. school. Oh cool. Um, and
1: you'll take classes, and they'll send you away for. I see. A couple days or. Um, MAC uh, is a good was one of those really, really, really wow. good brands to work with mm-hmm. as an artist. I don't know if they do it as much as they used to, but MAC has all these certifications. So wow. I know a lot of MAC artists that, you know, work at fashion shows because MAC is sponsoring the show. Absolutely. And then they got a certification. Um, but they will have trainers come in and teach you this skill and stuff like that. So Really cool. I think that even if you go to school for a certain thing, it's important to continue your education. Yes. And it's important to go to classes, take workshops.
0: Don't think that, like, you, since you already took a course, that you know everything. Yeah. Like, the industry is constantly like adapting new um new ways of doing things and just new skills and new like products to use and yeah so it's good to stay up to date like i feel the same way because i took a course in september last year and i felt like it was good i got certified for classic and volume but i knew i could learn more Mm -hmm. and after taking the second course oh my gosh like i saw my work like tremendously improved Mm -hmm. like so so tremendously and now i'm planning on going to aesthetic school um esthetician school in january february so i want to learn even more then so i'm super excited to continue my education i was thinking about that to a friend of mine um i
1: was thinking about going back and taking some classes taking some more certification yeah and then just the more you learn the better absolutely it's i don't think anyone said i have too much education
0: that's that's a really good point to bring up like I, don't, I know too much uh-huh exactly well i know you brought this up earlier about like you just doing a little bit of everything cuz you know you're a yes woman you like to try different things so if you had to pick one like fashion bridal e-commerce like all these different you know categories within makeup which one would you stick with and why if you okay. had to stick with so one
1: so now that I've been doing a lot of different things yes what I the makeup artists that I really like their career trajectory I noticed they have a client that's in all these elements mm. so I think where I like um, for instance uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's makeup, art, makeup artist right that makeup artist got to work on Focus Pocus where you're getting wow. to do theatrical makeup or that's a actor that works in theater a lot. So you get to be in theater. That's an actress that's going to be invited to fashion shows. So you get to be in fashion. That's an actress that's going to be invited to walk in a fashion show. So you get to have that experience. So I think I want, I and I like to have that interpersonal relationship with someone I know this person's face, I know what they like. Um, the people that I work with, uh, the more you get to work with them and you know what they're looking for, or you know how they operate, it makes it so much easier to work with them because you know what their priorities are. So I think like my clients that I have that are consistent clients are the ones that I like. So I think that's the, the niche that I wanna be in. I have um,
0: like your go-to. You're my go-to person, yes. but
1: that person is involved in all these different things that take Which will allow places. you
0: to do what you're doing, right. which is a little bit of everything. Right. Wow. I was not expecting that answer, but it's a really good one. I really like that. So just being a makeup artist in New York, do you like it here? Do you plan on staying here? I don't know. You didn't mention, like, are you from here or?
1: So I'm, I'm originally from Ghana. Okay. Um, I... Was in Jersey a little bit and then came back to New York. Uh-huh. So I guess or- originally uh, I was like, that's a loaded question because I would consider myself a native New Yorker because yes. when I came here, New York was where we lived. Uh-huh. But I also lived in Jersey for a little while. Okay. But I love New York. I love the diversity of New York. Yes. I don't think I could see myself in other places other than New York just because of that diversity. I like to eat, I like to be able to find my own food. That's right,
0: that's right. Be able
1: to go to a grocery store and find food that I can create my own ethnic dishes and stuff. Yes. So in that aspect, I love New York. But also, um, I New York has its times where it's like, all right, sometimes you gotta get out of the city and yes. smell the roses.
0: Yeah, um, but the city has so much to offer. It does,
1: it does. There's so many places and so many neighborhoods that can give you the, that thing you're looking for. Uh, I feel like in the next year, and I'm, like, I'm putting it out there, so now I feel like I have to commit myself. Yes, it. Right? So I'm manifesting, but in the next year, I want to travel more with makeup and See, and I want to go to L.A. Market, because I, I know a lot of actor friends that go to L.A., and, and I used to think, like, okay, they're going to go to L.A., and now they're going to, like, blow up, and then they're going to stay in L.A., Yeah, like, but a lot of my actor friends that moved to LA even when they're there majority of the time they've been coming back to New York all the time they're in a play that's, that's touring and now they're they're in New York or they got sponsored by some fashion brand and they're coming to New York for a fashion show so um, and another thing I'm realizing in LA when you step outside of your market you offer something different to that market so a lot of things that I'm hearing <laughs> from other New York artists that go to LA I want to go around when there's like a award season and right. try to see like what clientele I can get but from other artists that I know that go to LA around those times um, being a New York artist in LA like in New York we have this thing like this sense of urgency I feel that can't be compared to anyone else no, absolutely. we absolutely, fast, we move fast we get frustrated when it takes more than two seconds to get your <laughs> order yes. so like that's the, the 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 sense that we bring to everything. There, so I think in that LA market, if you like go to a LA market, or even if you'll you're stand in Atlanta, out, or um, even if you're in Chicago, you're gonna stand out because you're bringing something different. Absolutely, and the same thing from the LA artists that come to New York, they're gonna bring some like you know air of like calmness and like you know I got this or this is a smooth gonna be a smooth operation. Right, that maybe the co- constant <laughs> like. Uh, rush, rush move, of being move, in New move. York and the New York artists are not giving, so um, definitely it's a good in balance. Year, I want to like travel more with makeup and then see which market I like the best, and then also try to get that clientele that's going to bring me to those things. Because if I am not in those markets where I can meet the, that clientele, then I won't be able to get the client that I'm looking for, too. So,
0: that's right, that's right, oh, that's beautiful. I love that. So, what would you consider? like a pro and con about being a makeup artist in New York? I'm kind of curious. Or a couple pros, a couple cons, whatever you're thinking. The the con definitely is that it's saturated. So sometimes,
1: and I'm not saying um, that there's people who are cheap makeup artists and stuff like that, but I remember talking to a fellow makeup artist and we were talking about rates. She was oh, I don't step out of house for less than this. And I was like, oh, I charge less than I charge a little less than what she's saying, so yeah. am I worth less or whatever? Um, so, well, one, it helps you know what people are in the industry are charging. Right. So definitely talk about rates, talk about money with people. People mm-hmm. shouldn't be afraid to talk about money. Um, and the, the more friends you have, well, the more, I will say, like-minded people, and you do have to be in a safe space to talk about money with everyone. Right. Um, but knowing that you have those people in your market and stuff like that that can help you. There's people who are charging like $50 for a gun, right? Yeah. And you might feel like, oh, I'm not going to get booked as much as this person. But also like no like maybe they don't have as much product in their kit that's the same amount as you and stuff right. like that. So there's the con of like there's a lot of artists. There's a lot of people... There's, there might be people charging less than you. There might be people charging more than you. And um, that can be something where you're like, oh, should I bring my rates down, should I bring my rates up? Know who, know your worth, know who you are. No, know, know, this is what I feel like I demand. This is the niche that I'm in. Just because you don't do 2,500 cut creases doesn't mean you're not gonna get booked ever. Right. Um, So I think that was like the con, but you have to see the positive part of it. The pro is everything happens in New York. Like you can't turn on your TV. There's not, I don't think there's not one station that doesn't have a show that the character went to New York the character lives in New York. Right. Everything happens in New York. Literally. Which means there's an abundance of opportunity. So that's the pro. And that's the thing that's very makes me worried to like leave New York because even like you might go to Jersey and you are still not going to get booked as much as you are in New York because there's going to be a time you're you're in Trenton you live now. You live in Trenton, and you're only doing brides in Trenton. They're demanding this amount of money or whatever. Yeah. But then someone calls you and they're like, "Hey, there's a shoot in on 42nd Street in like three, you know, a couple hours. Can you make it? You can't make it because of so. Right. Like, there is a pro to being in the, in New York. I also think that New York makes you go get, you know, go get it. And I think that if you're in other spaces, it'll be easy to fall into that okay this is not for me maybe i'm not gonna do this anymore Mm -hmm. because the first time that i you know tried to freelance and all that i wasn't in new york okay i was in i was in jersey i was freelancing more retail freelancing and i would get booked here once a year with a private client Uh but then when i moved to new york there's more opportunities so that's the the pro um there's so many things being filmed in New York, shot in New York, all
0: the time. People this is are the getting place. married in New York. Yes, people who are
1: living in Alaska are coming to New York for their wedding. People who live in, like, all over the world. So I feel like this is that's like the, the melting pro. pot. This is the melting pot. You know, you're there. People coming here for their bridal shoots. People coming here just for their birthdays. People, are, there's so many opportunities in New York. There's so many ways to meet people here. Um, And that's the pro. Like, this city is the city of abundance. And I don't think that'll, you know, ever stop, even when the market or if the market is completely beyond saturated. Right. New York is always going to be busy. You know, now another thing I'm realizing, like, people are doing independent shoots and then they're. So, like, just because it's not originally on Netflix doesn't mean it won't end up on Netflix. Right. So, there's. Everything you go to the post office, oh, my daughter is getting married,
0: she's looking for a makeup artist.
1: So, you yeah. just never
0: know who you're gonna run to run into There's over here. Everywhere. I
1: everywhere. love that.
0: I'm actually like very in love with New York right now. I like I mentioned earlier. This year was the first time I've ever came here to help my friend move out here from Chicago. And we both lived in Chicago our whole life. I never left Chicago. So coming here, just being introduced to this, like, I thought Chicago was busy. I thought Chicago had all these things going on. But no, like, New York is the city of busy. Like, yes. New York is the definition of busy and I absolutely love it. I definitely feel like I vibe here and I love like everything that you guys have to offer here. So, you know, maybe in the future I'm going to manifest too (laughs) that. I'm going to move out here because I really, really would love to just be a part of this culture and just like everything that you guys do. Because like you said, like there's never enough. Like there's just so much. You ever
1: see the old people that are walking around in New York? Uh huh. They're like 90 and they're still pushing their car. Oh, yes there's so something about this city that keeps you going no for sure i
0: love that i love that analogy well i know you said that you wanted to travel more for your you know goals for the future are there any other um goals or anything on your bucket list for 2023 interesting enough i um
1: i i love uh real estate so like owning okay. property and stuff is always a dream of mine uh-huh. um but just in the next year aside traveling saving money and like getting closer to that dream of being an entrepreneur in another space maybe I don't know yet if I want to have my own brand um, but that's something that you know I think makeup artists we always think about like what we're gonna like sell like are we gonna get our own makeup line and stuff like that absolutely um, so there's all these things to ponder but I think mainly Focusing on uh, making more money in the space that I'm in, right, and trying to create other like entrepreneurship opportunities because I do want to be a wealthy person, and you need multiple streams to be wealthy,
0: absolutely, um, at least like six. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? little by uh, little, so
1: little by little, and like getting to that place. So, I'm um, really feeling like, and even though you know. We're, like, entrepreneurs. Like, I feel like we're... Well, me personally, I'm not at the epitome of what I could totally... Oh,
0: absolutely. I haven't
1: reached my whole top top potential
0: so. and you have a lot of potential just by hearing your story just the way that you maneuver how you do your craft like it just shows how much you work and how much love and passion you put into things so I know that you're gonna accomplish everything that Thank your heart you. desires <laughs> I can't wait to see what the future has God's <laughs> yes I cannot wait to see what the future has in store for you so where can people find you like what like website platforms that people can find to book with you or reach out to you and talk to you and even collab So,
1: um, I'm always down for a collaboration. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you, if you need a makeup artist, book me, like I said, I do it all. She does Uh, it all guys. (laughs) Book her. TV, editorial, bridal, photo shoots, you know, uh, everything, all the things, but you can find me on my website, which is www.mabeautynyc.com. Uh, or at Instagram at ma__beautynyc and on my page I have a book now button so you can book me directly from my page perfect you can also uh, like from my website you go to contact me and under contact me there's a book me button so you can book directly on there you can pick the date pick the time all of that or you can send me an inquiry I prefer if you uh, want to uh, book me for like a photo, a uh, film or, or a, a shoot that you send an inquiry instead so that we can really figure out what you're, you want, how many days it's going to be because that's harder to book with the app. But Natural Glam, Bridal, all those things, you can just go right on my Instagram or my website book now and book now guys me. book now with <laughs> ma beauty I'm booked and busy I, and i'm also yes in the space of traveling what i've been doing is also wherever i'm at i'm bringing my kit yes so i'm gonna be in miami for our basel
0: okay if you guys you are hearing totally
1: this go to miami for our basel that would be so good what
0: days are those uh
1: december um december 1st through the 4th 4th oh, in miami okay okay you heard
0: of I have not actually so I saw like, on your page I yeah. saw that you are booking yeah for so that like,
1: so Art Basel is like this it's basically a week of art and they oh all God. these galleries come out and they show I and love that they do a lot of pop ups too uh-huh. so like Louis Vuitton will do a pop up wow and maybe they'll have a gallery or whatever there so fashion does come into it last year it was all about NFTs because yeah. NFTs are okay. yeah, yeah buzzword yeah, yeah. and Bitcoin mm-hmm. so I think they're still doing Technology space, but um, I'm gonna be in our puzzle for that weekend. So I'm trying congratulations.
0: to congratulations, that's awesome. Last year, I actually had an
1: inquiry and I didn't have my makeup kit, so I was really upset about that.
0: Okay, um, and I'm well, this year to- you do, this year
1: I do, and I'm gonna have my kit So book me uh, those that weekend and I'll be in Ghana in December. Oh,
0: nice. How long are you going for? Um, there for a month, so wow, that's incredible. Out there too. Oh my gosh, yes, if you guys are hearing from miami from ghana from anywhere around the world especially the east coast because i know you travel you go all these like different states around new york so if you guys are listening book maria it was such a pleasure to have you for the podcast thank you so much for being my first podcast ever in new york this was such a fun experience literally on the streets of new york literally on the streets of new york in washington heights like (laughs) it's a beautiful day november tenth, twenty 2022 Thank oh, you guys so for tuning in. 70 degrees. And it's crazy because it's, crazy. it's actually my birthday today. <gasps> Happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. And it's funny because my mom said when she gave birth to me that she literally went outside in the t-shirt. Wow. like, And it's like... And it's like your birth... Like your birth It's day. like actually my like birthday. It, like the day of
1: your birth. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just,
0: it's just so ironic. But... Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And thank you once again, Maria, for making the time and meeting me to do this interview. Thank you.